All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I hate to break the fishing news up here, Chuck, but I'd like to speak about the ice hockey. Congratulations. You're one of the 13 listeners of the Real Life Podcast. We just traded a migraine in for, like, an orgasm. Might want to mark that down, your Yep. All of my projects are on schedule until they're not. A member of the Nation Network of Podcasts. About as funny as we're going to get today. Welcome in. Episode 176 of the Real Life Podcast, our Thursday edition, because... If you haven't heard for whatever reason, we are going up to two a week now. New episodes dropping every single Monday and Thursday. I'm Tyler Uremchuk. Wanye's here. Jay's here. Bag Milk's here. Chalmers is here. He's nice and fired up as well. Before we get to that, <laughs> should let you know that our podcast, as always, is brought to you by the fine folks over at Japa Machinery. We love them very much. Check them out online, JapaEquipment.com. Hit them up on their Instagram as well. They are here to help you through a difficult time for your business. They got a ton of new machinery as well. It is... Uh, Sitting, looking pretty, and ready to go. Chalmers, we had to start the podcast basically without doing any prep because you're so <laughs> fired up that you want to keep it 100 right off the bat. <laughs> well, I'm going to keep it 100 right off the bat because I I almost didn't make the show today like I did on Tuesday because contrary to popular belief, when the city shuts down, construction ramps up apparently because people want their shit done. People want it done yesterday and nobody really gives a shit that says anything happening so i'm having one hell of a day today and i just uh i got on the, the program and started ranting about my number one biggest problem and that is the lack of the, the the lineups at home depot are fucking driving me crazy uh they're too long they're not letting enough people in the store i get that it's to keep people safe but it's driving me fucking nuts and like i have a pro contractor card we spend a lot of money there every month and yet i'm having to wait in line with you know 
somebody who's probably going to buy a $5 bag of black earth so they can plant some seeds in their garden. And it's just, it seems <laughs> ridiculous when I go to Home Depot two or three times a day. Now, I'm just going to get right to it because you, <laughs> you guys said, why not go to wholesalers? Well, trust me, the wholesalers have made it 10 times fucking harder than the Home Depot has to get your material. And if I want to get stuff delivered, I'm waiting. I'm just waiting a lot more. Delivery prices went up, if you can believe that also, from some of our contract or some of our, our, our wholesalers. Um, but anyways, yeah, so I'm pissed off about it. I think that they should have uh, the lineup for people that are going to Home Depot to buy shit and then a lineup for people who have the pro extra card who, can, who, spent, who took the time to get commercial accounts and, you know, go there and, and need to get in that store faster than a lot of people. And a lot of people are going to think I'm just being a fucking elitist or something about yep. my... The, 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 yeah, <laughs> but I don't give a shit. You know, this is why I don't go to Home Depot on Saturdays and Sundays. Because of the 90% of people that are in there who are just getting in the people's way that know what the hell they're doing. Now, I understand that people that don't always know what they're doing have to go do this stuff or they'll never learn how to do it. I get that. But that's why I choose not to go on Saturdays and Sundays. All I'm asking for is Home Depot Canada. Just give the contractors, the pro extra guys, another doorway that they can come in and give them a little bit of a, a little bit of VIP. I mean, what are we spending all this money at your fucking store for if it doesn't buy us anything over the long haul? If you saw my Home Depot bills in a month, you'd be flabbergasted. And if I took that away because I didn't want to wait in line anymore and I took it to somewhere else and five other people did that at the West End Home Depot, let's just say, it'd be noticeable. Now, here's the real thing that pissed me off. <laughs> I, had, I had to rent some tools for my guys today because some tools are just not worth buying. So I rent them. So I go there. Now, there's zero lineup for the rental center. So you can walk right in the rental center. The rental center is connected to the store. It's the store. It's the, there's stuff that you can only buy in the rental center if you're in the store. Anyway, I rent these two pieces of equipment. They are, you know... $527 I pay right then and there and I go I just got to go get some garbage bags and the guy tells me no he tells me I can't go in the store he says you have to go out and wait in the line and I said no I'm not going to get the garbage bag I'm already in the store the lineup's 30 minutes long I can tell by how it's weaving around so like man I don't know I'm fired up because I think that some people are doing social distancing and everything right and some people are not doing it correctly and not using their fucking brains. So that's why I'm fired up. I think what you're saying, Chalmers, is that there's two tiers of Home Depot customers. You're a tier, tier one customer, you elitist prick, and then there's the tier two customer like me who needs to go and buy uh, discount Easter flowers after Easter time. <laughs> and you deserve to wait in line. And remember when we used to go to the nightclub, Jay, and we knew the bouncer? Or we, uh, or we, or we knew the people there, and we got to walk past everybody in line because we used to get in because we went to that bar all the time and got to know these people. So we had a little bit of, little bit of, a little bit more pull to get in places. And why free coach Any fucking different? And free coach Why, uh, why, why is the, why is home people any different? Why, why don't people? <laughs> when you, when I go to a hockey game and I buy, and I buy low seats, uh, or let's say, okay, let's say I buy nosebleeds. I don't just walk down into the fucking gold. I don't get to use the bar. Like, everything has tiered systems. Why can't this one? <laughs> oh, you know, you just unlocked some great memories. There's 
some of my best days were entering Cowboys through the coat check door. God oh, damn, God. was that boss. Oh, God damn. You, mm. you saw a lineup and you didn't even – You the longer the lineup, the better. I remember exactly. being like, the coat check girls make like a hundred grand a day, thinking out of my head. Because there's yeah. so many people paying $10 to get in. That was an un a thought like a not a thanks job enough. Those girls worked their asses off, and, <laughs> and drunk dudes just like oh, fucking throwing their jackets at them, not even taking their tickets. I don't know, man. I was I felt bad for those girls. Why well, they made like a hundred grand a day? Yeah, that's true. They were rich. Anyways, I don't. That's probably not like that's just that's just not. I don't know. I love it. Fire Chalmers. Chalmers mm-hmm. came in hot. Hot. It's a pain in the dick, man. It's a pain in the dick trying to operate business as usual in a world that is not business as usual. Right? Right. And well, I don't want to come and seem insensitive to, like, uh, my cousin. <laughs> I don't want to seem insensitive to the way that things are, but, like, man, the, the Home Depot needs to realize where their bread is buttered. And, I, and, and oh, so we're, they have a whole section of the parking lot just <laughs> set out for orders that they put together that people are going to come curbside pick up, right? <laughs> oh, man. If you, uh, every single time I see people picking them up, they are they are giving, they are taking back half of the order into the store because the guys picked the wrong shit. Jeez. I can tell. That's actually, anyway, that's-, that's a problem I've been having with the grocery store. <laughs> I, I was helping my girlfriend do an online yeah. order. Name names your Remchuk. Who are we mad at? No, I, I don't. I'm not in the business of doing that. Uh, but <laughs> so we ordered. She ordered bananas. She wanted a bunch of bananas. And that's the only option they give you on the little mobile ordering thing is a bunch of bananas. She orders it. We take our groceries back to her apartment. We're unloading everything. They gave her one banana. One. <laughs> She wanted cream cheese for her bagels. They didn't give her cream cheese. They gave her the Philly chip dip. So she's putting that shit on her bagels. Like the mobile orders, I can see why it would work well, but it's just a fucking disaster half the time. It, it's a total disaster. And speaking from uh, like a place of knowledge about this, when, it, when you order material from places like wholesalers or when you order material and you need straight stuff, like you go to Home Depot and... People always joke that their lumber's not straight. Well, you can pick through it. You can tell what's straight. The middle of skids are always straight, and they will stay straight even when they dry out. Um, but sometimes, like I order that stuff, get it delivered curbside. Goddamn stuff looks like Twizzlers. It's and you're just like, what in the fuck, man? Am I supposed to do with this shit? There's a, there's something to be said for having to pick your own shit, right? Like fucking groceries. I don't know how anybody could get curbside groceries. I don't care how bad this thing got. There's no way I could do it because of that right there. Chalmers saying that, you know, everyone knows Home Depot's lumber isn't straight and the other four of us just kind of, oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah, I've, been, I've been thinking about that for years now. I call it, I call it Curve Depot because everything's so bent out of shape there. <laughs> Sounds to me like Chalmers is bent out of shape. <laughs> I am bent out of shape. It's just, it's, it serves, you know, time started to go by fast again, which is what? kind of, oh, dude. I don't know, man. Like, I... I'm telling you, I go to job sites and Home Depot and, like, some wholesalers. But, like, it's kind of business as usual for me. And, like, time is flying right now for some reason, which is kind of nice. I don't know. I think it's because you you were used to maybe it being so quiet for a little bit. And yeah. now that it's back to normal, it's like, holy shit. Um, Do I, you want to know the... No, yeah, go, go, ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. The other thing that I'm, like, I started to have to pull back on and, like, 
this feeling, and this this feeling's gonna piss people off because it's a stupid feeling. It's very selfish. Talk to him, son. Talk to him. But the, the day the day the whole shutdown thing happened, like it was business as usual for me. I had I had places that were torn apart. I had guys that had to go there and trades that needed to work. So I never really I saw the whole city shut down, and I'm driving down to Henday at like five o'clock on a Monday, and it looks like it's Sunday at you know six in the morning. It's dead, right? And gradually, as cars started to come back and people started to be, you know, parking closer to places again, like when I would go places, I'd get the best parks. I'm starting to find myself being like, fuck, shit, look, what, why is there so many people <laughs> right now? And I'm like having to seriously sit back and pump the brakes and be like, are you really going to get pissed off about the fact that it's now getting a little bit busy when it's still totally dead at all times? But I'm noticing so, that like the Anthony Henday at three o'clock on a Wednesday Yesterday, I was on the phone with you, Wanya, yesterday, and I said this to you. I'm like, it's starting to look like normal again. Yeah. And you were like, I fucking hate people. No, I didn't. <laughs> yes, you did. No, I and didn't. You said that no. scares me. I said, I'm more apprehensive about everybody being, quote unquote, done with this and leaving their houses. I, I fucking people hate are. people. I'll say it. Fuck wow. everybody. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I think people are like. Oh, I'm done with this. I've been locked in my house for five weeks. Fair enough. Like, what the fuck is even happening? But yeah. everybody going out because they've had enough, like, that ain't it. Yeah, and I want to make it very clear because I know, I know, like, Bag Milk, you, you've been staying home. You've been doing great. And I've had, I've had ar- arguments with really good friends of mine because I have to be clear. I'm not leaving my house because I fucking want to. I'm leaving my house because it's an absolute necessity. Because I have, there's, there's a lot of, people that I have to keep working and there's a lot of people that want the work done because what are we supposed to do just leave our house torn apart right um so like I don't want people coming at me being like you're not being responsible you're not being man I'd love to have just shut it down I really would and I don't know what would have happened to the guys that needed to do the work uh well they do they would have lost their jobs and they would have but then there's the people that didn't we're gonna get their stuff done and you know Rentals can be stressful. I don't know if anybody's ever gone through them, but like when you're living in it every day and you're watching the baby being made, you know, like it, it, it can wear on you. And now, so, just hold on, hold on. You do rentals and watch people have sex. Yeah, you know the old saying, like, I, like drill a I hole, you'll be happy forever. Yeah, when I build people houses and they don't, and they come to a site once every two weeks, they're ecstatic. They see the, they see the. When you come home every day, or in this case, which is even harder, you're at home every day. And you're literally watching the job get done. You go through the same stuff as the contractors go. No two jobs are ever the same, and things come up and things happen. But now you're living it, you know. And it's man, whatever. Have you had? I don't a- want to be going out. I don't want. I don't want people coming at me saying you're not being responsible. Stay home. But Colin, I also you're feel- fucking arguing with imaginary people right now. Say your piece. But it's uh, also I- different, Chalmers, because you're doing this as this is your job. You're not like one of those two hundred fucking goofs that went to the ledge yesterday to protest a pandemic. Uh. Oh, that you think that's stupid? I have nothing to add today then. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> JK, I would never go there. Fuck those guys. Did you see the guy that showed up in the blue Trump hat and they and started chanting and everybody started just chanting Trump? Oh, boy. Oh, yeah, like, it just show. like It shows that this gene pool desperately needs a little bit of chlorine in it right now. It was. Did you, you so you looked at the video then, Bag Milk, because by that, by that, that uh, comment, it shows that you could you saw that they were young. These people were all young. There was young, there was old, there, there was a lot old. of people. 
there was there were some older people in there. I was watching it all. I was watching. I was following a bunch of reporters. that were down there just like kind of checking the scene out, and there was just oh, yeah? an array of fucking idiots down there that don't really use their heads in times like this. Like, first of all, the idea of protesting a pandemic to me is absolutely obnoxious. It's not like any of us want to stay in our fucking houses right now. And then to start Trump chants in Alberta. I mean, okay, we're known as the hillbillies or whatever you want to say, but like, come on, man, you just look so stupid and it was driving me crazy. And then I laughed at that, that dickhead that would drove in, in a fucking fire truck. Who knows how that happened? He got stuck on the high level bridge. Cause he can't read, um, you know, clearance heights. Like, it's just so annoying. Because like you said, I'm stuck in my house. I'm not doing anything. I'm able to work from home. But these fucking idiots don't seem to think that there's a problem. And there is. It's, they're selfish. Yeah. Yeah. See, I don't want to be lumped in with that. That's what I'm... And I have had arguments with legit friends of ours that are like, you know, reno, renovations are not essential. And I'm trying to explain to some of <laughs> I wish they weren't, but the people that try having a half torn apart house and tell me that it's not essential that you get that fixed. And like, there's different layers of essential too, like healthcare workers, people working in grocery stores is like obviously the top layer of essential. But right below that, there are people whose jobs are important and whose jobs can be done safely and with distance and with the proper precautions who really, those jobs can't, like you said, Chalmers, they can't just take six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 weeks off and then be like, well, I'll pick up right where I left off because there's like ramifications yeah. to that shit. Well, along the same lines, Chalmers, you were at my place a couple of weeks ago. Like they're redoing all the siding on this townhouse complex I live in. They weren't just going to let that job finish, like just sit half finished with that, you know, that Tyvek white paper around everybody's houses. They're continuing. Oh yeah. And then like that in that, that is essential because they've taken the building envelope off of your building. Now, it can be susceptible to, like, rain. Uh, you know, the elements can start to damage that shit. They have to do it. You know, like, that stuff, that, 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 that to me is essential when you're doing a building envelope rechange on a building. And, like, that's not a small complex. Like, your area is big. And that's, so that's a big contract. And the buildings are worth a lot of money to let them just not be done. Anyways, that's my vent for the day. So I kept it 100 right off the bat. Sorry. (laughs) You kept it 10,000. Yeah, no kidding. I just, oh yeah. Sorry to anybody who thinks I'm being a dick about it, but (laughs) we all have our own things. We all have our, we all have our little, um, what's it called? Our, our circle of vision. No, what is it? What is that thing? When you look through your scope, I don't even know what it is. I can't even think of the word. I'm just, kind of done you, what do you do your own you know what guys i think he's talked himself out yeah. <laughs> i think our guy's all tired out Damn, yeah. i'm tuck- i'm tuckered he's gonna I'm sleep tuckered. tonight boys i'll tell you <laughs> he's worked himself right out oh, uh, God. so what the hell's going on with you guys fuck off yeah i've had a bit of a day i uh yesterday i got a call from our uh our banking partner atb my good boy johnny winwick and uh, he uh, asked if we can work with him and help with him on a an initiative uh, for for McMurray. Oh wow! And yeah, so we um, we part we we partnered up. Uh, we contacted Identity, which is our clothing partner for Nation Gear, because uh, Johnny needs help with two things, and that's water and um, 
and clothes amongst other things. So, uh, we partnered up with ATV, uh, Shona Strudwick and Jason Strudwick, Yo Mama, their, uh, their female, uh, yeah, their clothing store. It's, it's more maternity clothing, but they've got a bunch of other stuff. So, uh, we, I think we assembled like a thousand pieces of clothing, uh, and we're shipping all that up to Fort McMurray. So we had to go pick up all the stuff with Jared today and we made the delivery. And then we, uh, very rarely do we have any flex in this world, but we flex Doodle Noodle to get uh, Coke to jump on board, and we're also shipping up four thousand bottles of water. Hey, good wow. job, buddy! Good awesome. job. So, yeah, yeah so great. it was kind of hectic because that came out of nowhere. Johnny called me, he's like, "Can you help us?" And Johnny's been so good to us. So I was like, "Fuck, we got to figure this out." So been working the phones and driving around town like crazy. But the good news is I got to stop and pick up some Wilhawk beef jerky. Um, so that's oh, that's good deep. living. Oh fuck! I'm so oh, happy. Now I feel so. now I feel even worse. Your day was hectic. Your day was hectic doing good things. My but day no, was stra- I wasn't stressed out, Chalmers. <laughs> Yours is legit. Oh, you actually you have a you have a, a bone to pick, and uh, mine was just like something that you know came out of nowhere, and I had we had to jump to action, which was all for good reason, and not nothing. There was no stress because anyone no, we called, anyone we called for help said yes. Uh, so no friction. How does one go about calling Coke? Call Coke, 1-800-COKE. 1-800-COKE. We're assigned a Coke rep. uh, So shout out our boy Eric Shem from Coke. Uh, So we call him and say, hey, man, uh, you know, we've been asked to help out with this. We think it's important. What can you do for us? What can we kind of do together? So we unlocked uh, some budget and kind of went halfsies on uh, uh, getting 4,000 bottles of the We got to shout out to Sonny Water because Coke uh, helped us out. Four bottles. 4,000 bottles of Sony water up to Fort Mac. So they're shipping it all up for us. So we were just kind of like the, the conductor orchestrating all the pieces uh, for that. So it wasn't, it wasn't, it was crazy. Just, you know, these are crazy times and it's amazing how many people want to help. So can we get a shot of that water for social Jay? Uh, yeah, Jared will get it. Also Belmont Sobeys donated a bunch of water too, that uh, we're going to be putting up with the, with the shipment. So we, I won't see the water until Monday. Um, so hopefully, um, Hopefully we can get a shot of it because Coke's handling it all for us. They're they're they're, they're sending a Coke tra- truck up on our behalf uh, to deliver all this. So wow, pretty 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 cool, pretty cool. Uh, to yeah, just crazy. Like it all happened in like Johnny called me like 18 hours ago. It's like, can you do this? I'm like, uh, okay. But when Johnny calls, you got to answer because that guy does so much for. That's the guy. So, that's the guy, Chalmers, who let me sit in the box of Mrs. Everly. Oh yeah, yeah. Remember when I hung with Jordan Everly's mom and I was I do wedding as oh, though I, I was playing the game. That I was Johnny. That was through ATV, yeah, because they yeah. they sponsor old Jordan, don't they? He tricked me. He's like, "Hey, do you want to come to the game?" I'm like, okay. The man got in there. He's like, "Here's this nice lady named Lisa." I'm like, "Isn't that nice?" And he's like, "Don't you love Jordan Everly?" And I'm like, "I love him every way but sexually." And then he was like, "This is his mother," and that was. <laughs> <laughs> such a nice guy though such a good guy johnny winwick did you actually yeah, say you love him every way but sexually to his mother right to his mom's face didn't know who she was yeah <laughs> not a that clue and then she was but, like we think all your nonsense is funny dear and i was like can i sit next to you and be your waiter all night <laughs> but why made such an impression on mrs everly that that jordan started dming and, and thanked wanye for his a-game yeah, 1,200 DMs unanswered from me. He DM'd me back finally. Yeah. 
That's hilarious. Well, persistency is key. Persistence pays off. And shock you of know, all shock. Isn't I don't really... want to tell. I, I can tell you. A, well, I'm not going to tell you a couple stories where being nice to someone's mom has paid dividends for me in my single life. I know those stories. Always connect stories. with the mom. Always, Always connect with the mom. You, you, you that's that, that, they're, they're, they could be your biggest cheerleader. Are you telling me that you got busy with some girl because you, like, wooed her mom? I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying well, that's I exactly need what you're saying. What with, you Mother's Day, with Mother's Day on the horizon, yeah. be nice yeah. to your mother and the mothers of other people potentially in your social circles. Or maybe you can take their moms out. Yeah. Right? Meet a yeah, girl like, your own age, gain her a, trust, then yeah. go after her mom is what you're saying. Just like, just like Justin Timberlake and Andy Samberg. Oh, boy. And, oh, oh, boy. Yeah. Well, you're in one. Hey, 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 hey. What the hell is going What's on? What's going on right now? It's quiet. Holy cow, that was stressful. What just happened? Oh, I'll tell you what, just one second. So This is great. Whatever it so is. So I'm parked outside of my house uh, right now doing the podcast because I was driving. I got to the house. And so my dog is running out in the yard. And we don't, we, and he's normally really good, but somehow he saw me in the truck and he just darted out onto the street. And I was like, shit. So I had to pop out of my car. My phone kicked off of Bluetooth and I had to go and get hot dog back to a safe place. Every wow. single time we do a FaceTime call or play poker or something, I swear to God, you have like one of the nicest lives ever. Everything is so <laughs> nice and easy. But then all of a sudden, hot dog shows up. It just shows you for the biggest fucking loop. <laughs> All of a sudden, your heart, your blood pressure goes up. It's really intense how much this dog just acts with you, and you just love it still. Oh, Bag Mill can attest. These guys can run our shows, and we got to take care of them. And they're, you know, they, they, they. Uh, like, they I, I'm, I have I'm, a dog I'm as well. His, I'm, I'm his wingman, so he saw me, so he had to. He wanted to come say hi. The way, well, and especially, especially at your place, Jay, too. Like you don't have that fence in the backyard, like. Yeah. I, like my dog, if that was Frank, he'd be in the street nonstop. <laughs> so yeah, hot dogs are pretty good, but some some fucking asshole, likely a tier two Home Depot customer, dumped a bunch of dog food mm-hmm. in the alley, mm-hmm. and so hot dog took that as permission to leave the yard. So we've been we've been working on training that out of him. Well, it's free buffet back there. <laughs> Yeah, well, it was. I, I, I can't play. I can't be mad at him because, like, I would be the if someone put a left a donair in the alley. Best thing you'd be running out there and crushing that thing. Before we keep moving on, need to give another reminder that our podcast is brought to you by the fine folks at Japa. Twenty-one, thirty-six, forty-seven ton units. They are serviced, inspected, washed, detailed, and they're ready to go when you need them. No waiting time. And all their excavators come standard with dig and cleanup. Buckets, Japa Machinery Group. Check them out, japamachinery.com. And our other podcast sponsor, Nation Beer. Jay, are we doing an exciting announcement today? Oh, fuck. I just want to thank everyone who has purchased the beer, who has talked about the beer, who has sampled the beer, who has then reordered more beer. Uh, I want to thank you all because this is all creating a lot of attention. And... Today, we're pumped to announce uh, that Loblaws, which is Superstore, 
40 real Canadian liquor stores is going to be picking up and carrying nation beer uh, starting late next week. I'll, I'll know more. I'll know more of the details in terms of the date. Their order's been submitted to Liquor Connect. It's just Dog Island needs to get that supply to Liquor Connect. So they're going to be canning the beer on Tuesday. Uh, we've done a double batch. They're ordering a ton, which is crazy. Uh, we're gonna so we're gonna be in a bunch of real Canadian liquor stores, which helps us kind of service a bigger community than just the Edmonton area, which is crazy. This is gonna take us to like over a hundred liquor stores. We're working on another big thing that I can't I, until it's confirmed. We can't really say too much about it. Hinton. But Hinton. Uh, well, did you oh. say Hinton? All his commerce. Yeah, Chalmers, where, you know where Shakira is. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's all I can say, man. That's all I can. Yeah. Say. <laughs> Her hips don't lie. Not yeah, no more, yeah. no more, not one more word. Yeah, so we're we're uh, yeah, we're, it's, so it's it's crazy to see where it's going. Uh, so Dog Island's like, holy shit! Like they just did a double batch. We think we're gonna sell out of that crazy. Now they're gonna they're gonna start a triple batch right away uh, to to hopefully keep up with the demand. So you know we're gonna keep talking about it, keep pushing it because people seem to be liking the beer um, so much so that we like for Loblaws to pick it up, we had to. Sh- ship a four pack to Ontario and ship a four pack down to Calgary for their two, like their national beer person and their regional beer person to try it. So they obviously saw what we can do from an intention point of view, but they tried the product and liked it. So I just want to thank everyone for buying it and thank you. God damn. Thank you. Dog Island for making something tasty for us. So uh, crazy, crazy, crazy. You know what you know, I think is good about that. Maybe they can start paying for their sponsorship time on this podcast maybe start putting a couple bucks in these jeans over here oh boy wow. i like all your brown <laughs> ones how don't, hard would that be eh, boy? you live a real one on the show today so don't don't uh <laughs> don't don't kid yourself uh so if everything goes good with the first round of this we might have a a, a, a sponsor so they just kind of they're doing things in phases their first thing to help us out is they ordered a ton of product uh and if that go, uh, if that goes well, then they're gonna probably branch out and become a uh, a sponsor of the nation. Well, that's exciting. So then maybe our call to action to the fourteen people listening to this podcast: if you enjoy the podcast and you enjoy beer, next week when we give you the thumbs up, find your nearest real Canadian liquor store, the Superstore Liquor Stores, and uh, go pick up uh, maybe a four pack, maybe a couple four packs of the Nation beer, and uh, show some support. Maybe we can get a oh. sponsor on the pod. Then go home I and can't. get your girlfriend pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Why? And right now they have they have forties of uh, Alberta Preems for thirty eight bucks. So <laughs> how do you know? How do you know that? Because if Alberta Premium goes on sale anywhere in this city, I get an update. Yeah, you, you know, know what's interesting about that? Text message from the CEO directly. <laughs> exactly. So I love having a house beer, just like a cheap, casual beer that I can have a couple of days, like a couple of days a week if I want. So a normally, of per week, a couple yeah. of days. Take milk. It's quarantine life. Just a couple of days life. Listen, I, I don't want to bring people into my alcoholism, but what I'm saying is I'm training for the moment that we can go back to bars, and I'm going to be ready. This is my Olympics. Yep. But yep. I generally have brew house light in my fridge all the time. I've got brew house light, and I've got nation beer. That's my cheap. That's my house beer. But there is a Canada wide shortage on brew house light right now because it's so cheap. So I pivoted to AGD Chalmers. Yes. And I do not Is understand. Is that Alberta genuine draft? Yeah. Oh yeah. my God. That shit's the and fucking best. 
Well, the best is not probably the term I'd use to describe oh, no, it. It's no. unreal. It does have those hilarious full pop-off tops, though, on the yep. can. You know what? That's an underrated. I like that a lot. I'm a big AGD oh, guy, turns and the pop-off top is cup. big. Yeah. It turns into a cup. You know what, uh, you, you know what sound clip I need to play right now, Bag Milk? Go ahead. I also drink a beer at Roger's Place, and I get crazy. There's Nation Dan. Mm-hmm. Yep, I miss Nathan Dan. I miss I miss Rogers Place beers so much. Oh, uh, what? If fuck, yeah. I was talking to a guy the other day, and I was like, "What we should do?" We were laughing about how Cineplex Odeon is on Skip the Dishes. What? That yeah, was me, like, Wanya. We were talking about that the other day. That was great. Yeah, and and Cineplex Odeon's on Skip the Dishes, and we're laughing because it's like if thirty eight dollar popcorn isn't <laughs> enough, you can have it delivered to your house for seven bucks. Yeah. And then I, I, was, I was telling a buddy about that. He's like, now if Rogers delivered beers, I would buy hockey beers at inflated prices. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, if they made it a fundraiser for the staff of Rogers Place, I bet you a lot of people would. What is this guy, Rockefeller? Whoa, 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 whoa. He's a tier one contractor at Home Depot. They're highly <laughs> liquid. They have no time. And they're on their move. Yeah, well. And they can afford the good stuff. <laughs> and he should get to go in. Go in first on Depot. Did you guys watch the MJ doc? Part I'm, two, three, and four? I'm caught up, yes. Yep. Again, uh, we'll put them all on, on fucking Netflix. I know. I'm waiting till the end. I love you know how I know. What's going on? Hold up, everyone. Somebody, I, I muted all your mics for a second because I have that power. Whoever's crinkling shit... Calm down. I'll turn back on your mics in three, two, one. Good job. Good job. Good Somebody job fell in a well. I didn't even know you had a kill switch. Good job. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you three guesses, and the first two don't count as to who that was. Remember the guy whose air was blowing through his <laughs> mic last time? Yeah. Eats on the fucking podcast. Yeah. Like, come on, he'll figure it out one day. Anyways, um, I'm fucking hustling, man. Yeah, yeah. The MJ doc, the way, like, it just took over Tiger King, eh? Is the most streamed thing on Netflix. It's unreal, man. You know that? It's the best. And it is. It's the best. And you know how I know it's the best? is because my wife doesn't sit and watch things that are to do with sports all that often. And this one, she, like, she said to me, hey, can we watch this right now? It's out today. And I'm like, how do you know that? She's like, I've been waiting. been waiting for it. It's awesome. One thing that I disliked about it, which I really had to figure out was, how, why they keep jumping around. Now, I I, yeah. I, I I just recently understood what they're doing when I sat down and actually like realized that, look, this documentary is about 1997-98. It mm-hmm. is about the last dance. Yes. So what they're doing is they started at the beginning of that season, and at periods in that season, they do a, a, what, would, like, what would be a deep dive into, some, into one thing, right? So they started with, like, you know, Pippen, and then they started with, like, who was good. But that's what's so confusing is, you know, they're talking about they're talking about the season in question. The season they're actually doing the documentary on ninety seven, ninety eight. Then all of a sudden it gets to like and we had Rodman and now it's like a thirty minute thing about Rodman. But then they jump back to ninety seven, ninety eight and you're kinda like, Are we still are we here? Are we now? Like well, really part, finding that the part that really threw me for a loop is so you're going through Rodman's life and you're going through Rodman, 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 then all of a sudden, like you just kinda blink. And it's a deep dive on Phil Jackson. And there was no reset. Between every other topic, yeah. it either went to the end of the episode 
or there was like a hard reset on the season. This one just went Rodman, Rodman, Rodman. Oh, Phil Jackson, and then like 20 minutes of Phil Jackson stuff. And that's what really threw me off. For the most part, the jumping around has been fairly easy to follow. But that mm -hmm. last episode really fucked with me. I could have yeah, gone on the Rodman thing for like, yeah. they could have done two episodes on Rodman because he is fascinating. Michael Jordan finally says stuff and he's talking out of school about everything. Yeah. But what he saw in that hotel room, he couldn't talk about. What the hell was happening in that hotel room in Vegas with Carmen Electra? Oh God. She is so hot. <laughs> what are you even talking about right now? I feel like that's, the beginning of Tiger King. I don't even know anything about anything. Why aren't you watching Last Dance then, one year? Because I'm waiting till the end so I can speed watch them, bro. Uh, oh boy. Um, but you're gonna. So, but, but here's the problem. This is one of those things that's like Game of Thrones or something. You have to watch this live, or you'll miss the conversation of all of it. I have not watched Game of Thrones on that topic. No, no, no. But it's it it it, it relates to that kind of a show. No, like no, I, world, where everybody's going to be talking about it Monday, so you have to watch it Sunday. You know. Well, Chalmers, I'll tell you this much. I just prefer to hear you describe shit. <laughs> All right, well. As usual, I watched the fucking thing you said to watch, and your description of what would happen in the NFL draft was way more entertaining than the actual NFL draft. So, did we did we, did we we talk about the NHL, or the NFL draft on Never. when you guys had it? No. Okay. No so, one cares but you. I care. Remember how I said there was oh. going to be a bunch of glitching? Well, they... they, they the one thing I thought they were going to do was have all these owners and all these general managers who were actually going to be talking, but they didn't. They just had, you're just in their living room, you got to see what their kitchen table looked like, or in the case of Cliff Kingsbury, the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals, <laughs> you got to see that he has a palatial mansion, and he sits there with a, with a pair of black slacks and no socks and dress shoes, like pimp stuff. But you got to see <laughs> But the pimp real stuff. fun part, the real fun part about the whole draft was that they had cameras in all these draft pick houses, right? And there was at least like a 7 to 10 second delay. Hold on. Who the fuck has Jay, background noise? Mute your here, mic, here. Jay. Hey, here, here. We got a celebrity, a uh, local celebrity. Want to say hi to him? Hello? Who are you? Mike Fugelberg. Hey! Hi, I got a, I got a celebrity dropping at the house. Never mind. Never mind. My apologies. So I've been. But, I just. I just got him a nation beer. I gotta. I gotta be a good host. You know. Fair. 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 Friend of the show. We want him on. Just future oh, oh, reference. Oh, 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 sorry. Here's Poogie. Oh, sorry. Poogie, what do you think of the nation beer? God damn it, that tastes good. <laughs> That's high praise, boys. That's high praise. Celebrity walk on. And he's yeah. probably already had like three or four other beers today. So. <laughs> he was in the neighborhood. He's. I'm, I'm sitting in my car and he pulled up. I was like, oh shit. Okay. Okay, because we're doing this. Yeah. Anyway, okay, so draft picks. They're mm -hmm. in their house. There's a 7 to 10 second delay. So they're watching the draft live on TV, and they can't see when they're on TV or when they're not. But they're always on 7 seconds before they think they are. So there was some really fun stuff that happened. The best one was a guy got drafted, and he, his girlfriend then went and sat on his lap and gave him a big hug. And... Mama didn't play that. You're not going to take my my baby's moment. And Mama grabbed her and picked her up and threw her off her son. And her son, in his, like, emotions of being he gave a look up at Mama like he was scared. Like, oh, Mama, Mama's going to smack somebody. <laughs> that was, it was by far 
my favorite moment. But my second favorite moment was when uh, wide receiver C.D. Lamb got drafted by the Oakland Raiders. No, by the, I don't even know. doesn't matter. Dallas. Uh, he, yeah, Dallas. So he's on the phone with the team. They're telling him that he's getting drafted right now. So the camera comes to him a little early. He doesn't, he hasn't, the pick hasn't been announced yet. But he's on the phone. And apparently his agent FaceTimed his other cell phone, which is sitting on his lap. And his girlfriend, who's a rock star, by the way, goes to Rock star him. or a rocket? A rocket. Continue. Okay. She's kind of both. She's kind of both. Mm-hmm. Um, she goes to grab his phone off of his lap. Well, C.D. Lamb ain't having no part of that. You're not touching C.D. Lamb's phone. So snatches, <laughs> not today, baby. Not he, today. Snatches, he snatches the thing out of his hand. And if you break down the video, <laughs> she all of a sudden goes, okay, that was really embarrassing. You've got the sister or the mom on the other side of C.D. Lamb who looks at her with her eyes rolled like, oh, you dumb bitch. <laughs> and it's just, it's just a picture-perfect 10 seconds of what I wanted to happen in this draft. It was awesome. If you can find these clips, go CD Lamb phone snatch and go, like, I don't even know, draft pick, draft pick Mama Yanks off girlfriend. From Ooh, careful if you say Mama Yanks off girlfriend. Uh, ben, yeah, no, yeah that, that goes into my uh, OnlyFans territory. Can you try and find those videos and throw them in the article? Yeah, I'll try. I also Do like the guy I'm... that got caught taking a shit in the background. <laughs> so that was not real. He was sitting at a bar. That was Mike Vrabel, who's the coach of the uh, Tennessee Titans. And his his kids didn't want to be on camera. Now, everybody was trying to get – but on the reflection, he was actually sitting at the bar. But, yes, it did look like he was pooing. But that one was that one was fake news, unfortunately. Yeah. Unfortunately. Hey, you were really cheering for an NFL coach shitting on camera? I, I would. Yeah. There's I an would, OnlyFans would, account if you want to see that type of thing. Jerry yeah, that's Jones, uh, my second owner. one. The owner of the Dallas Cowboys, Jerry Jones, did it from his $250 million yacht. Yeah, did he really? <laughs> oh, yeah. Just standing oh, like yeah. a boss Baller. in the middle of Yeah, there was not many owners that actually had cameras. Most of the team had their head coach and their GM. The only owners that had a camera were Jerry Jones. Like, it was just Two, that was it. So what? Like, they showed him, like, on the deck of his yacht doing his biz? No, he was, like, sitting in the entertainment room of his yacht. And it was just, like... Uh, yeah, it was like the nicest room I've ever seen in my life. Wow. I was on his yacht, and so that was that was very fun. Bill Belichick, notorious Bill Belichick, who doesn't like to say anything, basically just sat his dog at his computer at the kitchen table, and so every time the camera went, it just there was a dog sitting at, at the computer. Uh, looking <laughs> it up real quick, Chalmers, Jerry Jones yacht, two hundred and fifty million dollars, called yep. the Bravo Eugenia. Mm. Wow. Okay. I wonder what that's named after. If you had a yacht, what would you name it? Bling bling. Ryan Nugent Hopkins. <laughs> Little Tier Yachty. Tier one. Bodie McBoatface. I was going to say, <laughs> Chalmers would name his elite contractor. Oh, nice. Tier one Home Depot customer. That's why I just said tier one. It would just <laughs> keep it simple. Tier one. Uh, before we wrap up the podcast, we ended... Monday's podcast on a uh, question from the audience, which was, who's your favorite all-time underrated Oiler? Like a guy who's not a Hall of Famer. They can't be on the current team either. So you got to look back a little bit. Not on the current team, not a Hall of Famer, but a lesser-known Oiler who you loved for whatever reason. Uh, We all gave our answers, and then we lost Wanye's phone connection. So we didn't get his answer. So we gave our best guesses. But Wanye, I want to give you a chance to share... uh, 
Like I maybe it was when you were a kid or growing up or whatever, but who is your favorite oiler who wasn't an all-star? So you guys guessed who my favorite oiler who wasn't good was? Yeah. Well, yeah, like who was yeah, exactly cuz it's it's the the criteria was um not in the Hall of Fame and yeah. not on this year, uh, not on this year's team. And not yeah. on this year's. So who's your favorite non-Hall of Famer oiler from the past? But now did, was he somebody of note when he was an oiler? Yeah, sure. Sure. That was part of it, it, it just can't be like Gretzky, Curry, oh, Messier. I see. So it isn't like what's your favorite underdog of all time in an Oilers lineup? Like, well, yeah, no, like I gave two be. answers. I had I had Jason Smith and yeah. Igor Ulanov. Sure, sure. <laughs> Chalmers, who so did you say? I I wasn't on the pod, but if I oh, of course I would have said Doug Wade. Yeah, okay. I think I said Doug Wade, maybe Cujo. Or, I don't remember what I said now. Hemke Is Doug said. Wade considered to be an underdog though? Right, like. No, but they're not saying underdog. They're just saying not a Hall I of see. Famer. Yeah. And not on the current team. Yeah, yeah. Ryan Smith for sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, oh, sorry. And we also had a clause because Smitty was going to be everyone's answer. I yeah. couldn't. <laughs> no, who would it be that was not Ryan Smith? Oh, uh, fuck. I love Doug Wade. I love Jason Smith, for sure. It's Marius Tchaikovsky, isn't it? He's oh. very sexy. I thought for sure you would say Bill Ranford. Oh, Bill Ranford, of course. Ah. You're right. Bill Ranford well, it kills was. the effect. No, no, you're right. It was Bill Ranford. See, to me, a guy who won a Vezina, I was thinking originally when you were laying this out, it has to be an underdog. No, Bill Ranford for sure won Smitty 2, Doug Wade 2. What if we had to change it to like your favorite underdog? Is there an answer on the top of your head? Yeah, so I would say, think about this 26. one. Who, who wanted to be an oiler so much? Who was such an underdog that shouldn't have been in the league that he impressed the shit out of you and you liked as a result? Ryan Jones? Yeah. Oh, I loved Ryan Jones. God yeah. bless. That's a good pull, you Remchuk. Thank you. Sam Gagne, especially of late, is coming on for me. Yeah. That's what she said. Mm. And I incorrectly once predicted he'd be captain. Mm. When that took, guy took the shot to the mouth and he was like, I can't wait to get back on the ice. And I was like, I love you. Legitimately. You know, I also got some love for Sean Horkoff. At the time, yeah. remember when he signed yeah. that contract? Everybody 100%. was hating on him. But like with the benefit of hindsight and everything he did for the city and everything he did for the kids on that team, Sean Horkoff deserves more love around here. For sure. And, and to blow your shoulder out in the All-Star game and have that be all of a sudden now you're the poster boy of being overpaid, until that point, Sean Horkoff was a great story. I like Still Sean Marchand. I love Sean Horkoff. Hey, yesterday was the anniversary of Todd Marchand's uh, OT goal against Dallas. Wow. Game yeah. yeah Bucky, Jay. Bucky's another top oiler of all time in terms of grit and desire. Bucky oh, is sure. classic. Like uh, He was just uh, the heart and soul. You could always count as a kid, like, because I love yeah. seeing fights in hockey. You could always count as a kid, Bucky, getting into a fight where he got absolutely destroyed, but would you know put himself together, mm. play play the next game, and then do it all over again. Bill Ranford was my favorite because you know after all the good Oilers left, I had I didn't follow the Oilers until about '92, and in '92 it was like the Oilers are leaving. The Oilers suck. The Oilers have a terrible lineup. Edmonton sucks. You Wanye, you suck specifically. And I remember Bill Ranford would go out and make like 45 save performances on the regular. And he was like the only guy still trying for a while until he got traded. I'll never forget Bill Ranford because I'm going to guess this is probably 92, 93, somewhere in there. When you used to be able to actually go stand outside the Oilers locker room at Rexall Place. Yeah. There was just had that little gate there. And I remember my dad used to take me down there all the time to see if anybody would sign my programs. And uh, (laughs) Bill Ranford walked right over to me and signed my program and spent, I don't know, maybe 
two, three, four, five minutes of his time just talking to me about hockey and what I wanted to do. And I'll remember that forever. In my uh, junior Wanye bedroom, never, never seen by a girl. Uh-huh. Um, I had two framed letters on the wall. And one was from Dr. Randy Gregg of Oilers Note. And I'd written him a note thanking him for his service to the Oilers, as you do as a child. And he wrote me back. And then Bill Ranford signed a little drawing, a crappy children's drawing I did. And he wrote me a letter and it said, your friend at the bottom. And I took that at literal face value. And I was like, Bill Ranford is my friend. If I see him in the street, he will know who I am. <laughs> it's well, Randy Gregg, you just got me thinking about it. It is wild to think that he was playing for the Oilers while also working on his doctorate. He was in the Stanley Cup finals taking medical licensing exams. It's bananas. He is a hell of an oiler. Hell of an oiler. He put my kneecap back in place once upon a time as well. Wow. Hell of an oiler. Um, that actually brings me to <laughs> another an question. Oiler. Tomorrow, TSN is going to be dropping, tomorrow being Friday. Uh, they're going to drop Edmonton's all-time team. So they built the roster, you know, the best left wing, best right wing, best centerman. But then it also had to include a checking line and your third D pairing had to be a shutdown D pairing and all that stuff. Um, but they also included a foundational player. And it's basically described as a player who best like personifies the organization. The, so for the Oilers, it would be like, who is the one guy that through and through bled copper and blue who was just like... Wayne Gretzky, Wayne Gretzky. Uh, but but the thing is, you can't pick a player who was on the team. So it kind of goes back to that whole like, not a great player, but whatever... Um, I went and I did the exercise, actually, listed my team, all that, been doing it all week on uh, 1260, and the the player we came up with is Ryan Smith. Is there another answer besides Ryan Smith? Like, some were saying Kelly Buckberger, but for me, it's Smitty. I would say uh, my answer would be, uh, we talked to him on Oilers Nation Radio a few months ago, George LaRock. Yeah. He did so much in the community that the Oilers actually had to tell him to slow down on his charitable initiatives because he was always at the children's hospital. He was always at the stallery. He was always trying to do things in the community. So my vote goes to big George. Yeah. It's 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 a toss up between Smitty and Bucky just because Bucky, Bucky was just, they both played with a lot of heart. They're just kind of like two kind of different eras. So, you know, if you picked either one of those, I wouldn't be upset. But like if, people, if who, you went to Ryan Smith mid game seven two thousand six and you stopped time, you're like, would you die for the Oilers to win tonight? He'd be like, yep, oh, hundred percent. I mean, I was at the game when he took the pronger clearing shot right in the teeth, and then came out got an assist on the winner. So cool. yeah, yeah, it's gonna yeah. be fascinating to see who who TSN decides naming it. But uh, the reaction I was getting from a lot of Oilers fans was uh, it's Smitty or it's Bucky. Yeah. But the LaRock answers. Really interesting as well, because for a guy who wasn't a skilled player, who was never going to make the most money on the team or even close to it or anything like that, for him to put as much into the community as he did was always like really, really cool. I know we touched on that a little bit earlier in the week, but yeah, love Georges. Alrighty, that's uh, that's going to do it for a Thursday episode of Real Life, unless anyone's got any uh, parting shots. Stay in your house, you fucking weirdos. Stay in your house. <laughs> Fuck. Jesus. Uh, all right. Big shout out hey, to Nation Beer. Big shout out to Drop Machinery. Don't go to Home Depot if you need to buy a $5 bag of soil. Don't or if you see Chalmers, let them go in front. Having, yeah, or if you see Chalmers, butt them in line. Yeah. Actually, yeah, you know it, what, everyone? Everyone go to Home Depot. Everyone go to Home Depot. No, that's, irru- that's, that's irresponsible to tell people to leave their house. Okay. <laughs> 
Oh, Cheerio, Brandito. All right. That All was right. a good one, guys. That's going to do it for another episode of Nation Real Life. Shout out to Jappa. Shout out to Nation Beer. Shout out to Oodle Noodle. And shout out to you for tuning in. Tyler Remchuk. For everybody else, have a, a good weekend. We'll talk to you again on Monday. Great job on making it through the entire hour of the Real Life Podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.